Estevanation is a daily journal podcast about the conversations I've always wanted to have. I discuss history, psychology, philosophy, and politics backed with personal stories and my research. If you live in the United States, this is probably not your situation. This is a situation that is unique to the United States. In many countries of the world, healthcare is what they call socialized. It is given to you like it's a right. You have a card, you have a, or a, like a certain type of card that allows, that admits you to a hospital and the hospital pays for your procedures, your surgeries, whatever you need if you are in an emergency. If you, but in the United States, the story is a little different. You, you, if you do not have health insurance in certain hospitals, or I suppose all hospitals, because I haven't seen any hospitals that are unique to this, is if you have health insurance, you're going, sure, you're going to get treated like anyone else. You'll be admitted into the emergency bed, the emergency room, treated like any other patient until you are asked about health insurance after your surgery is done then they will they will factor that in into your hospital bill and it will be it will show significant results sig very significant numbers you will see if you do not have health insurance and the doctors will probably give you an ugly look for it millions of americans in the united states do not have health insurance i am included and I'm not going to make this an episode about how the how the corrupt how corrupt the system is or whether we should reform this system or not, but it is just a consequence. Some people have health insurance, others do not. And some people like this system, others do not as well. But here is how you can survive this system if you are not if you do not have health insurance and these may this may sound like information that is common sense like if you hear it you're probably wondering well a duh of course but i don't see many americans following this advice i don't even see i don't even think americans who are insured with health health insurance they that they have insurance have follow this advice so this is, this is what I'm about to say. Your best defense, the, here, here's your best defense against going to the hospital without needing to. Sure, there are, there are, you may get into a car accident. Some moron might hit you and it might not be your fault. You may be passed out and taken to the hospital or something happens to you and you, you're not in control of the situation so you have no choice but be taken to the hospital, hospital by ambulance and then they bill you because you are not conscious to say that you that you have that you didn't want to go to the hospital otherwise this will happen to you those are those are something i would call just that they they rarely happen but they do sometimes but in most scenarios they they are preventable but when that when a scenario like that happens to you i would just you know, just take a deep breath. You're pro it probably happened to you for a reason. 
I'm a man who believes that things happen for a reason, that things are ordered in a way by the Creator. Not everyone thinks this way, but just believe it was for the best. Now, defending yourself against the hospital bill or the hospital stay. It's fitness. The first one is exercising. If you maintain a consistent schedule, I'm not saying that a perfect schedule, but just be consistent. Take an hour of your day and exercise. Do this for three days a week and then work your way up to five days a week. You will see a change for yourself. It doesn't matter if you are in your 20s or if you are 70 years old. If you spent 20 years doing cocaine or 50 years smoking cigarettes or 30 years drinking alcohol and then you try to make the changes that you need to change, I know it's even though it's going to be hard, it's going to take patience, resilience, and strength and a lot of self-checking, it can be done. And it is, it is possible. But it is also the best defense to make, the best way to even make your life a little easier now the when you are maintaining a schedule you of exercising you don't need to jog you don't even need to buy weights you don't even need to have clothes for the exercise just be in your room do a routine of burpees or push-ups or whatever it is you need to do to and make it easy for yourself make it an hour a day Sure, leave yourself sweating a little bit. Sure, challenge yourself eventually. But there's no need to strive to be the top athlete or go into the Olympics. If you want to go that direction, that's great. Good for you. But this is the primary goal is so that you can be happy with yourself every single day. And feel that you've earned that day because you did something that was difficult for you. Something that is probably unnecessary and just why would you want to do that you could just have eaten a cheeseburger but instead you did 20 push-ups that's rewarding and that's very good and the only person who can cheer for you at the end of the day is you and eventually you will see results for yourself number two is dieting getting the, just eating the right foods i'm not saying go on an extreme diet and avoid certain foods or just make yourself a type of Tibetan monk that goes on extreme discipline and go live in the mountains where it's cold and deny yourself all the pleasures of life. None of that. Just this is the diet that I take. And I'm not, I'm not even going to say my diet is perfect, but this is just what I eat if my on an ideal day because sometimes I have to eat fast food because I don't have time to cook for myself but when I do have time to cook and eat right this is what I eat I have breakfast for I have I have th I have three eggs and they are made into one omelet I mix them into one omelet I put turkey on them I put green onions on them and I cook them as an omelet mixed with olive oil. And then I, and if, but if you don't want the, 
the yellow part of it. I don't remember what it's called, but if you don't want the yellow piece, you can remove it. You can remove it with your hands or with a spoon or whatever method you know to remove it. There's many different ways to do it. And after, and then I get a bagel. I, get, I put it in the toaster, rub honey and jelly on that bagel and eat it. Those are my carbohydrates and that's my protein. Then for chicken, that which is lunch, I have, I cook a chicken, a raw chicken, and I mix that chicken with, with caldo de pollo. I don't know what it's called in English, but seasoning for chicken. And I mix that with olive oil so that the seasoning can stick on the chicken, cut it into smaller pieces. Then I mix, and then I eat that with rice or with beans. But rice or beans will be good for, will, will serve you best because they are your carbohydrates. It, every individual is different. I don't, I find myself not eating a lot these days, but some people need all the carbs and the proteins they can get. And then for vegetables, vegetables, the three big vegetables I like to eat are, or four, four big vegetables are carrots, spinach, broccoli, and asparagus. Keep those, those four in your diet and you'll be fine. Just cook them boil some water and throw all those pieces into that water put some seasoning on it to make it taste good and you will have yourself a vegetable soup that you can keep for a few days in your fridge if you want to go that route but if you want to cook every single day and make it tasty then that's good too but for me i'm not cooking to impress anyone at the moment i'm just cooking to keep myself healthy. Now for dinner, I have my fish. Fish I enjoy eating for dinner because it doesn't drop so much in my stomach before I go to bed. I have certain foods that I eat like oatmeal. If I eat oatmeal before I go to bed, it's not going to feel good. I am going to have trouble sleeping and I'm going to be sleeping upright because the oatmeal is having trouble fighting its way down into my body and it's keeping my mind from sleeping well. But fish never does that. So eat sushi if you can before going to bed, but just find some sardines or herrings in a can if you would like to try those. I understand that some people around me do not like the smell of fish freshly out of a can. I understand that. That's why I eat it by myself or away from a large group of people. Eat it in peace. But I prefer to eat my fish with tomato. If you want to keep the, the smell of canned fish at bay, buy canned fish that has, red, that has tomato sauce on it. The tomato sauce will make it smell better or minimize the smell and have you eat in peace if you are conscious of everyone around you. After, oh, and I would make, put the, put that fish between bread. I would, I try, I'm gonna, I would make sandwich, a sandwich with the fish in it or something like that, just so I can have my final carbs 
before going to bed, some bread will not hurt you before you go to bed. And getting lots of sleep is also very important. That's the third one. Get enough sleep. I don't understand why people are, say, are saying, oh, it's okay, I can do this. I, all I need is four hours or three hours, six hours of sleep and I'll be fine. I have no choice but I have to live like that. I don't understand how people live like that. I need my eight hours of sleep. I don't sacrifice my sleep for anyone or anything. And neither should other people. I understand maybe you have to work overtime. Maybe you have kids to support. Maybe you are one paycheck away from getting, from going absolute broke. But sleeping more will make life a little easier for you if you have the chance. And if you do, if you follow all these, all this advice and just, you know, keep your diet, keep your exercise, keep your sleep and keep your vices in check and then you will be fine and you will avoid, you will have the highest chance of avoiding the hospital, whether you are 25 or until when natural death overtakes you. This is Esteban Nation.